Welcome back to Your Mental Health Matters. As I say before every episode, uh, this space is for all of us. This space is for all of us to, be, to come and be able to share our experiences, share like what's going on in our minds. One thing I, I always say before every episode is, a wise person learns from other people's mistakes, a smart person learns from their mistakes. So the goal is for us to all be wise. <laughs> We're all growing, so we want to grow to be wise. So I think this is a very important space for us to be able to come together and just share and be vulnerable. And I'm very happy to introduce my guest today. I'm gonna to let you introduce yourself. I stopped doing introductions like four episodes in because I, I kept on messing it up. <laughs> All right. Um, hi, I am Monifa. Um, I am a 26-year-old um, content creator and influencer um, from Brooklyn, New York. Well, I live in Brooklyn, New York now. Um, but I'm originally from upstate New York. Um, outside of being a content creator, um, I also work in media um, as a media supervisor, and I have my degree from Ithaca College in Integrated Marketing Communication. Oh, nice. You see, another reason why I let my guests introduce themselves, I learn things as well, because I didn't know that's elite. That's, you have the credentials as well. I do. Um, and one of the one of the main reasons why I wanted to why I asked you to be a guest is because I don't know how we connected on Instagram, but like you end up on my algorithms and it's always positive vibes. It's always trying to give positive vibes or say something that's positive. And I can really tell as well that you really do pay attention to your mental awareness. So when it when it came to me thinking about the title for this episode, I um, titled it, I am currently with uh, exclamation mark, because usually I would choose the topic where we really dive into, but lately, and for me, maybe the last month, I've really just been like day by day with how I am. Mm -hmm. In a way, I've always been able to generalize how I am, be able to stay in that mode if something's messing it up, use my techniques, keep moving, but every day I've kind of been just in a different state of mind all positive which I'm happy for but what I wanted to ask you is how would you what what is the first thing when you saw that blank when is the first thing that came to your mind the first thing that came to my mind when you sent it to me um I would say the first thing that came to mind when you sent it to me versus today um completely different um so the, when you first sent it to me um I would say that I was currently like was currently confused um I would think I was just in a place of confusion and a place of um like second guessing yeah myself um a lot of stuff going on and just trying to figure things out for me and what that looked like and what that meant for me um moving forward in my life and in my process of working through the things that I was working through um and then if I'm answering it today um I'm currently happy I feel more secure um, and the things that I was going through, the things that I was working through, I feel like I've 
wrapped it up in a bow. I've felt it. I've talked about it. I've moved through it. And now there's, app. I have, I have exhausted all of my resources to this thing. And now it's time for me to let it go. Let it go. And move uh, on. Um, so yeah, being able to let something go that was really weighing on me, that was really, you know, causing a lot of confusion, a lot of emotion um, in my life is one of the best feelings um, to have because also, you know, you can feel guilty about letting things go. And, and for a moment I, I was, I was feeling kind of guilty about being like, okay, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't yeah. continue to give this all of my energy. So I have to let it go. And letting it go made me happy. <laughs> it yeah. made me so much happier. And also, yeah, that, just, I don't know what I'm holding on to. You know, what is it that I'm holding on to? Like, because it's not making me feel better. It's not something you know, actually giving to my life or putting life into me. It's sucking the soul out of me. It's sucking everything out of me. Um, and I don't like that. So it was just time. And it's yeah. good. Number one, I think that's beautiful. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to move from that space to this space. And you said some things that are very important. And the simple line is you gotta, you have to let it go. And after it, the thing is, you do have to, at times, exhort, like go through all your resources, talk about it, feel it, cry about it, everything, and be, and understand that it's okay to do that if that's your process. Yeah. But I always tell my friends when, if they're going through something, and I learned it from my brother, it's regardless of what you're going through, you're feeling it, it's real. But there has to be a thought of how I'm gonna move forward. How am I gonna let this thing go? And it's one of the hardest things to do with your, with your mind because the question you're asking, that you asked, why do I keep this with me and it's not producing anything with me is because one, healing hasn't occurred. And two, the, your comfort zone, is really a place your mind, your, your, your subconscious mind goes back to when yep. things are just overwhelming. Yep, 100%. And one of the other things that I heard, and it, it kind of flows into what my blank was when I, when I wrote that, when mm -hmm. I first wrote it, because I stared at it before I sent it to you. I'm like, what am I currently feeling? And it goes into what you did with yourself, which is you became, you were vulnerable with yourself you were able to like really go there with yourself and you, you went through your process. And for me right now in my mental health, I think I'm in one of the best awareness that I've, I've ever felt in my life. But one thing that keeps messing up that joy and happiness is this feeling of vulnerability that I'm not able to at times get over that hump because I'm not able to break down those walls to be vulnerable. And I think it's very important for all of us to really look at different things in our lives that we go through, that we allow our, the consequences of the emotion that we felt to dictate what we do now instead of being vulnerable. So I wanted to ask you, can you think about a time or a situation where it was your vulnerability that got you through it, not, not you either using pride or trying to pretend it isn't there. Oh my gosh. Um, 
I think actually what I have been working through, um, it took me um, vulnerability um, and vulnerability and, and, and boundaries um, were important in the ways in which that I moved through um, kind of what I was going through. Um, you know, it's not hard. I mean, it is hard to, you know, like let something go. And for me, it was letting a person go, um, you know, and letting a person go that you love, letting go of a person who has been in your life during, you know, monumental, important periods um, is hard to do. Um, but ultimately, I had to be very vulnerable with myself. I had to ask myself extremely hard questions. Um, you know, like, is this something that you can get past? Is this something that you can accept? Is this something that you want in a person that you choose to have in your life? Yeah. Because, you know, we, cho we choose the people that are in our lives. Yeah. You know, some people come into our lives, but that doesn't mean that they have to stay. Right. Or it doesn't mean that we have to build relationships with them or bonds or we don't have to be close to people. Right. We can we can have those little surface, you know, relationships. We can, you know, DM people and, you know, whatever, like, oh, hey, it's your birthday. Like, oh, do you want to come to my party? Yeah, sure. Like, let's turn up together. Like it can be just that without, you know, getting to know somebody on a deeper level like here's some crazy shit that I went through or here's something that, you know, was traumatizing for me, you know, sharing stories like that, you know, and, and getting closer mm. to each other and knowing kind of who we are as people. Um, it's not something you have to do with everyone and you shouldn't do it with everyone <laughs> because yeah. everybody doesn't deserve to, to have you in your rawness sometimes yeah. because people do take advantage of that. Um, so, you know, I, I feel, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Having that person and like really realizing that, you know, in the past I have accepted certain things and I've allowed people to treat me a certain way. Um, and I've allowed some, some things to slide, um, because I love them, right? Because I love them. And they don't mean it like this or they care about me and like they were just mad or they were going through something. I'm making excuses for how somebody's treating me instead of saying, hey, don't like that you did this. And if you're going to be in my life, you cannot treat me like this ever again. And if you do, you will be removed from my life and plain and simple. And I never had those boundaries and I was never really, you know, vulnerable with people about how certain things made me feel. And so, you know, I've also been going to therapy and, you know, these are things that have come up and yeah. then I'm presented with a situation that's similar, you know, to the things that I've gone through and the ways in which that those other people that aren't in my life, but were so hard for me to let go of. Yeah. Um, only that hurt me and it put me in a bad place. And so I'm yeah. here in this new thing and I'm like, all right, so what is it that I do? How do I move? And I'm like, well, you can't do what you did there. 
Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to end up getting yourself more hurt by not yeah. honoring you and not honoring how you feel. Um, you know, and, and everybody I, has everybody has a right to their feelings and everything, but you know, sometimes you have to do what's best for you, and sometimes that hurts. It's it's one of those things that because when I listen to anyone that like inspires me or anyone that like I look up to or even just my friends and everything, a lot of them do have, and it's not in a in a in a negative way. Whereas it's like I they 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 do things that are best for themselves like they still care about you they still put they'll still hold you down they'll still be there for you but they have this sense of their of worth in themselves where it's this is this like if i need this done this is what i'm gonna do this is the boundaries i have and it's like being you said choice right it's like understanding that choice and that's a lot of us we get caught up in those situations if we're if, we, if we're specific on relationships we get caught up in those spaces where we're like okay i've ex the excuses start to feel like yo maybe that's something wrong with me and you're you're the one giving excuses for somebody else and then you're asking what you're asking for is things that will feed your soul and you're putting yourself to the back and telling them no what they're doing because of their presence i'm going to keep i'm just going to stay in this and boundaries is the most important thing i think like a lot of a lot of us and i've seen it even in myself a lot of us the boundaries that we put up it's based on hurt right it's based on the emotions that we've gone through and we've seen how those emotions can make us feel mm -hmm. but there are healthy boundaries there are boundaries that allow you to be vulnerable still because what we do when we put up those other boundaries is we put up walls so yeah. we're not able to be vulnerable. We're not able to even go there with people because we're, there's kind of like a wall already. Mm -hmm. But once you learn how to understand what you what your non-negotiables are, once you understand your non-negotiables, you can move in spaces where you're vulnerable with people while also being able to set boundaries. Yeah. Being able to say like, hey, if I'm telling you how I feel and you're not able to receive it, like I, I know how I'm gonna move in this. or. In the same way you have to put that onto yourself. If somebody's telling me something I'm not trying to hear, I have to understand that like, I gotta know how to move in this because you want the same from the other person. And I think it's also, I heard this word associated experience, right? So we go through something and then once we go through that thing, any inkling of it again, we yeah. just associate it right to that. And it's like, no. So how do you, do you do that? <laughs> and, what, and if you do, and what things do you think you do that in? Um, I do, I do, I have. Um, I will say I do it a lot um, when it comes to dating. Um, so like romantic relationships, I yeah. do a lot. Um, or I've seen that I've been doing it. Um, in certain ways. And so for me, my last relationship um, was traumatic, I guess. <laughs> there were things not, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm being dramatic. I'm, I'm not, I don't think. But either way, um, you know, there were a lot of things that happened. And so um, kind of going through that relationship and 
the place that I was in as an individual, um, how I felt about myself, my confidence, my just everything. I really didn't know who I was anymore because I allowed someone else to mold me into the version of me that they wanted me to be for them. Yeah. Just like them accepting and understanding who I am as a person and like growing together. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, if I'm dating and, you know, I just, I sense certain things if it comes to like somebody who's not understanding, somebody who is not, or it feels as though they have tendencies of not being understanding or they have tendencies of being um, like aggressive, like aggressive, you know, where it could be, you know, something that is a red flag. Um, Somebody who isn't considerate, who doesn't listen, um, you know, who kind of puts themselves above you um, and doesn't really see you both on like the same playing field or, you know, doesn't really value the fact that like you're actually taking the time out of your life to go out on a date with them, to spend time with them. And, you know, it's just like, it's, it's more about them than it is about you both in this experience together. Um, so when I see certain things like that, or I'm just kind of, um, thinking like, oh, well, you know, I think some of, some of those situations, right? And I know it's unfortunate that it has to happen, right? But some of those situations are the best, are the teachers, is because now in, in, the, in any other situation you're in, you're able to use your experience. The thing I tell people is like, don't, like, don't lead with your experience. Know your experience. Know, yeah. like, know what you, like, you know, I didn't like this learn about yourself and so that you're not taking just what you just finished to something else and a, and a lot of people do that and they wonder why they're hitting roadblocks and it's because i believe in that association to experience right but i also believe that you have to leave a pocket to see if things are different yeah to see if in this situation there can be a resolution to see like those are the things that i think a lot of people they just be like, yo, I don't like that. I'm, I'm just moving forward. And it's your right. Because it also starts with work, right? Yeah. One thing I think a lot of us would battle with in our mental health is work. Because we live in a, <laughs> we live in a society that it's like, there's a price for everything. Instagram is everywhere. They're literally, it's just worth, 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 worth. And then comparison happens. And once I read something in the Bible once that I, um, I think it was Paul that wrote it. Like once a man compares himself to another, he has insulted himself and God. Mm. And I'm like, yo, that's deep. Because that's kind of like a lot that's going on here and gets people messed up. And it, it has people thinking that, oh, this is the way I should be doing things. Yeah. Or this is the way I should be doing things. Where it's like, it's it really isn't. And for me personally, I came to a point where I had to like take a break and then like really take stock of everything that was going on. And that kind of goes into this top, the topic of why I said what's currently, like what are you currently feeling? Like what are the things that I don't need anymore? Yeah. Ooh. Like 
I just had to look at it like straight up. What like what are they? And then start to really evaluate them and not just say, hey, because I'm having this thought, I don't need it. That's what I'm going to do. No, I want to understand the why. Because mm -hmm. the why will help me maintain why I understand I don't need this anymore. Yeah. So I've been going through that space. That's why I've also said, like, my emotion has been day by day. Because that has been what has been in front of me. I've, been look, I've literally been placing the, the pros here. And I've been placing the cons here. And I have a plan for the cons when we're done. But that's, like, how my mind is going right now. And, and for a lot of us, that's do you do that that's something i feel like if we really did that really just took a moment and really look at it all and just be like yo what do i need no more how, yeah. how does that conversation usually go with yourself um i have started to do that uh, lately and it's easy to like write pros and cons but i think for me it's hard sometimes to make a decision, um, yeah. especially making a decision that I really don't, I don't want to make based on like how someone else is going to feel. Um, but I also know that it's what needs to be, what needs to happen. It's like the decision that I need to make for myself, yeah. even though I know it's going to hurt me but that's why you have to go through present, but in the long yeah. run you know or however it is that i choose to move through it um it's going to be the best thing for me so i've been trying to be okay with knowing that i'm not letting things go because i'm being selfish or because i'm mad or i'm angry um, I'm letting things go because I don't need them anymore and because it's not bringing me peace. It's not bringing me happiness. It's not feeding me and I'm not going to feed into something or someone for me to starve. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and that's, and you can apply that to other things as well, right? Not just to someone, something or some situation, some habit, some behavior, some thought process. Because a lot of that is like understanding, I, you said it perfectly, I will not let myself starve. I'm gonna starve myself for just something, like you are, you are, you're the most important thing to yourself, you, you should be. So at the end of the day, you shouldn't starve yourself. And uh, look, just looking at it, a lot of people, it's, it's always, I always go back to comfort zone. Yeah. A lot of people, it's just where, where your mindset has gone to this thing that this is where you should be. And it's, it's kind of, I was listening to a TED talk and it was like part of like understanding progress and understand like the basis of progress is vulnerability, right? That's yeah. what, like when I heard that, I was like, it, it broke down in my mind like a hundred ways. And I'm like, definitely. But it's like, to really see progress and, and also have vulnerability, there has to be true intention behind it. You have to be intentional. And then at the end of it, you got to commit to whatever you want to say or whatever you want to do. So mm -hmm. do you have trouble doing that sometimes where you get into a space where the commitment part is the hardest part? Yeah. 
the commitment part is always the hardest part for me. Um, Very self-aware. And so kind of figuring out like, oh yeah, like this is what I should do. Yeah. And then it's like, oh shit, like I actually have to do it at some point. And the more and more that I put it off, like it's just- Anxiety, worry. The more anxiety, the more worry, the more stress, you know, I've become because I know I need to make this decision or I need to put whatever out into the universe or do what I need to do. And I'm just sitting on it because I'm scared to. But what what gets you to, or or whatever you use to to get you to commitment? Like, I'm going to do it. Like, what do you tell yourself? Sometimes I ask myself, like, do you, do you want to continue to feel like this? Like, are you happy? And if the answer is no, then like, I have to, I have to do something about it. Um, also therapy, um, has been really great for me. Um, and just talking it through, um, and then realizing, okay, like I already knew what to do. I just did like, a co-signer. Can you quickly can you quickly talk about that? Like can you quickly talk about like how what therapy has done for you? Therapy has been it has been my saving grace. Um I started therapy this year actually um in August. Um August or September? August, yeah. I started therapy in August. Um and it just really it opened my eyes to what therapy can be um, for someone. Um, I will say that our society does not paint a good picture of therapy. Um, and at times I was like, oh, well, like, is that who it's for? Like, I thought it was just specifically for, you know, um, people that had mental health issues or were depressed, like have depression or, you know, anxiety and things like that. I'm like, well, I don't really, I'm not like clinically, um, you know, like I don't have that. So yeah. maybe it's not for me, but I feel that's, like that's an unhealthy un- stigma. It's so, it is 100%. And I'm like, well, I'm not there. Like I'm here, you know, but I feel like therapy could be, could help me. But like, is it something like, are people going to like think something's wrong? Like, I'm going to therapy, you know? And so, I had been thinking about going to therapy for maybe two years or a year and a half um, prior, and I never looked into it. I never did it. Like, I was just scared because I was like, oh, I don't know what this means or whatever. Like, it was just a lot of things. And then this year, I'm like, when you put, stop being scared to get help, to help yourself, to put yourself in a better place for you because this is your life and you have things that you need to work on you do so start looking for a freaking therapist and get started don't talk about shit just do it um and that's what I did and my therapist is great um something that I I looked her up via um, Therapy for Black Girls. So I used um, them as a resource 
to find yeah. a therapist, um, something that was important to me that was a non-negotiable was I need to have a black female um, therapist that is non-negotiable for me, <laughs> period. Um, yeah. Period. It just. It's non-negotiable. It's, it's who I need. And until I find, until I found her, like that was it. And, um, you know, something that I really enjoyed about her, you know, in reading her bio, because they usually have a bio about who they are and what they're about and their style. And she's really focused on um, action-based um, therapy. So, yeah, we're going to talk about things. Um, yeah, I can vent, cry, whatever. But at the end of the day, she's setting me up. She's helping set me up to move forward in life, to... Yeah analyze this situation to analyze previous situations how I have done the same thing my patterns and then what that means why I do it because asking me why I do something or how I was feeling yeah me understand like oh that's that's the thing that I can't that I'm afraid of not doing, or that's the thing that I feel that I need to do so I can keep somebody in my life. And and realizing those things, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't want to do that shit anymore. (laughs) Now, here's what I can do to, you know, to honor myself, to respect my relationships, you know, whether it's family, friends, or romantic, and, and, and move forward and have healthier relationships and have boundaries for myself and not always put myself in harm's way yeah. um, to be hurt or, you know, to be um, taken advantage of or overlooked um, just because I'm nice and yeah. understanding. Like, <laughs> I can be nice and understanding, but you're, you're not going to walk over me anymore. You're not going to I think you, I'm glad that, number one, I'm glad that you're going and I'm glad that this is the experience that you're having because that really is it. It's that guidance factor that, because I always say, like my life, like my life coach or something. Exactly. I say to all my friends, like we have, we go to the doctor, bro. Like when my body hurt or if I need something, I go to the doctor. So like you have to think when your mind is in, in, in different places or disarray that's a doctor that can help guide your mind just like the doctor says yo stop eating all those donuts because it's your shit is spiking mm-hmm. the therapist as well could tell you yo that action have you really looked at why you're doing it have you really analyzed how it's making others feel have you really analyzed how it's making you feel mm-hmm. because one of the most important things and it was random that i heard today was I, I tweeted, make sure you're, you, you, it's not you. Uh, you're not going, wait, what did I tweet? Mm-hmm. It was like, make sure you're not stopping yourself or something like that. It was mm-hmm. like, that you, you're not stopping you. Make sure you're not stopping you. And then on a random tip, my pastor retweeted that and then put a comment and he said, and make sure you, you are not your enemy. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, that's one of the things that a lot of people need to understand that like, when you're going through things in your mind, you're not your enemy. Like you're, you, you can get through this. And what therapy allows you to see is that, hey, I can get through this. We're not fighting. I'm, I shouldn't be fighting in my head. I know what I want. I know how I should go about what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, a lot of us have to start giving ourselves more grace. 
in that in that aspect as well. Like, yo, grace is hard. Great grace is. You see, for me, I also. For me, I use my faith because, like, therapy, I use that as well. But also, my faith really helps me because a lot of things in this journey that I've been (laughs) that sometimes would be a thing. I really look it through the eyes of my faith as well, and it's like you have to give yourself grace, not leeway. You like when you give yourself once you give yourself grace accountability needs to follow yeah because like you you it's important to do that for yourself but it's also important for yourself that you're accountable the moment you do that mm-hmm. so for me that's also a thing in this moment that i'm I, I i know that but it's like also relearning it and then building mm-hmm. upon it yeah. even more and being strong so, in that yeah being strong in that and a lot of things is foundational we it like our healing is different places we have to build strong foundations for each place because life's gonna hit you oh yeah like that's that's part of life and it's not not a negative sentence that's part of life so it's like you want to make sure you're you're always on good foundation with different things so you don't just revert back to just the comfort zone so one of the final questions that i wanted to ask you So just tie everything that we, we talked about and also like how you are currently. What I heard is you started confused and then you went through a process, a healing process as well to get to happy and getting to understanding of worth. So if you were to advise somebody that's also dealing with trying to figure out where they are currently right now, what would you tell them to focus on in themselves so that they can really proper identify what they need to do to move forward. I would say think about, really think about the moments in which that you feel happy. Think about those moments and also think about who's around you in those moments Um, and like how and how you're able to to be in those moments and like what those moments kind of mean to you. And then when you think about the moments that you're not happy, look at them the same way. See if there's anything that, that intertwines um, with each other or the things that also are completely opposite. Um, so, the things that intertwine with one another that might be around when you're not happy and when you're happy, you know, some of those things you might need to, might have to get rid of those. Um, And obviously the things that are around um, when you're sad, try to get rid of them. Um, But those things are probably easier to get rid of or to move away from over things that are intertwined with your happiness. Um, Things that are in both places, you you have a hard time like figuring out like, does this make me happy? Does this make me happy more? Or like, am I sad more? Or how do I feel, you know, because there are times when I feel like this and then it's great. And then there are times where I'm like, I feel like- You're negotiating the moments. Yeah. 
you know? And so I feel like that is something important to like really think about how you feel in those moments, what's happening in those moments, who's around you. Um, like if what happened before you were upset, like just a lot of things to kind of evaluate in your life that are affecting you. Um, because there are a lot of things that we allow to affect us that are from outside sources that, you know, somebody's opinion that we want to take in as fact. And first and foremost, don't ever take anybody's opinion of you or what you do or how you live your life as fact, because you are living your life and you are in full control um, of what you want to do and what makes you happy. And if somebody has a problem with that, they can talk to you about it, but that doesn't change the fact that you don't have to live your life for somebody else. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, if this is your friend, your family, your partner, that they have some type of right to tell you how to live your life. Yeah. And they don't. They do not. The person that can tell me what to do or give me any type of insight on, you know, maybe you should follow this or that um, is definitely God. Because anybody else, your opinion does not matter at all. That is a a fact. That is is an ultra fact. Like, are you? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Be I think I think it's really important. I'm glad one of the things you said in your answer that even I caught on to that I was like, oh, I'm listening to. I'm one of those people right now <laughs> that you're advising is when you said, look at the things that are intertwined with your happiness that you're negotiating moments with. Mm-hmm. I think those things are really the ones we let crush us but it's also one of the things we have full control over. Yeah. So it's like, we have to find that balance. And when you said that, it was like, it just, everything just hit home with that. It's like, yeah, look at those. Mm-hmm. Because those are the you shouldn't be negotiating your happiness. Part of in your mental health is getting to your highest level while not negotiating your happiness each step of the way. Yes. In the so moment, I, you have to. Yeah. You have to like really, you really have to ask yourself the hard questions and give yourself the honest answer and not like the answer that is protecting like what the narrative. The, I would yeah. say don't give yourself that answer that protects your narrative. Because yeah. every time you do that, I'm really big on like, I don't like to insult myself. Like, once I heard that sentence, I was like, oh, <laughs> insult me? Like, I'm not going to do that. I don't want nobody to do that to me. So it's like, so controlling the... It's just like, okay. That, yeah. And I'm working on it, too. It's not something that I'm perfect in, but it's, I'm, it's controlling the narrative, controlling the negative talk, controlling mm-hmm. those things, because at the end of the day, like you said, ain't nobody else but me. Ain't nobody else but you. And anybody that, it's not a cliche sentence. It's really the ultimate fact, man. 
And that means that there is no one else with your mentor. So you have to figure that out yourself and not just always think that a person's opinion is what you should always be listening to. Listen to your intuition, listen to God, and listen to the ones that really do, that stick with you. And the ones that don't, put them to the wayside, let them go. It's a process. It sounds so flowy, but all of us are capable of doing it. We are. It takes- Hard. It's hard, but it'll, it's hard, but I think, in our life, life gets easier once you start, once you stop thinking life is supposed to be easy. Yeah. I like that. So when, when you get to it's hard, mm-hmm. it's life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's how you have to look at it. Because that means, you know what that means? What you're telling yourself is if it's life, I'm going to get through it because I get through life. You attach it to your strength, to what keeps you going, to your drive, to your passion. And you don't think of it as hard. You just think of it as, as something, something else that I'm going to have to get through. Yeah. So oh. I want to, I feel like I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, like, so thank you so much. No problem. I'm happy that I could be here. I'm happy that you asked me. Um, I love having these conversations, very intellectual, very real. Um, and it's not conversations that a lot of people are comfortable having. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate it and love what you're doing and I'm here for it. I appreciate you and thank you. And thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I would, usually I would like say a word right now like to end it off but one message i'm just gonna give to anybody that's still listening to this at this time is be starts really be aware of what's going on in your mind right now it's it, it could be scary it could be hard but one thing that's for sure and if i use my faith to tell you is god ain't give you anything you can't handle and you have to f- figure it, figure how you're going to maneuver to get through it. You don't get around it, get through it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to leave everybody with that. Thank you, Wanifa, for coming on. I really appreciate your presence. And like I say before, I end every episode. Until next time, guys. Thank you.